Richie Rickety Buckley was my favorite cartoon. After marriage, the honeymoon. I'll be dying gagging with the spoon. And ladies, let your bodies flow. That is an old rap song by Nice and Smooth. And I loved it. That was when rap was more simple. People weren't talking about eating booty like groceries. You know, simpler times. After marriage, the honeymoon. I mean, come on. Those are the good old days, man. Rap was just so easy. I mean, that's when I used to, you know, I should have became a rapper. I feel like I could have just saved us all, right? What is up with you people? Me? I'm doing great. Busy per usual. Life is lifing. But I'm still here, you know what I'm saying? I'm here like Jamie Foxx is here. And he could or could not be a clone. I don't know. A lot of y'all are saying he is. A lot of y'all are saying he ain't. Uh, Let's get into this news. It's a lot of news. So Elon Musk is changing supposedly Twitter to X. Um, It hasn't changed yet on my app, but supposedly... It's supposed to, if that if that sense makes any sense. Um, let's see what's going on in the news. <sighs> Temperatures are up, and so are many household utility bills. Yes, my husband was bumping the AC tonight, and I was like, dude. So me, I'm polar opposite. I love being cold, but in the winter. Like, I don't like to turn the heat on. This man will turn the heat on fast in the winter. But in the summer, he got my air blasting to 63, mind you. Like, come on, my guy. You you want to be cold in the summer and, and hot in the winter. Make it make sense. Like, stay cold all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, I... It has to be, for me to turn the heat on in my house, it needs to be, I say, a crisp 50 degrees outside. And that's just, I'm going to just knock the chill off the house. I'm not about to be up in the heat. Because once you turn that heat on, then your body, I like to be cold. My husband, my problem with him is he doesn't keep the same energy in in the winter as he does for the summer while he constantly messing with this air conditioner like it's so cold in my house I have to go outside to cool down and that's ridiculous I have to go to the heat to feel uncold which is very gluttonous pigful American crap and I'm listening I'm not proud of it I'm not proud of the way we burn electricity in my house we not made for, for the land we ain't living off the land for real I, listen, I like to live off the land. Like, I like to, like, if there's nothing to eat in the house, I like to still make some meal out of something, stuff I have. And my husband ain't on that level, and it be bothering me. Because it's like, dude, live off the land. Pull a meal out the heck. Like, so I, so we're moving. I've, I've discussed this with y'all. So we have nothing. We have no toasters, nothing like that. And so, like, I literally toasted a bun in the oven today because everything else is packed away like I felt like I was like on naked and afraid or something I'm like look at me toasting bread in the oven 
of course using too much electricity but just the simple things of life a lot of you humans don't even know how to toast bread in the oven you little crazy people but i did that i did that i made my my baby son some breakfast this morning i made him some microwave bacon and i made him an egg on a paper plate now i know there's a lot of radio waves going on but he ate it and my dog ate the remnants of the egg that was stuck to the paper plate it was real this morning but i really felt like i was on naked and afraid i ain't gonna lie um let's see what else we got going on nfl suspends some guy for gambling on games nfl suspend a gambler but won't suspend a wife beater make it make sense Half of parents with children over 18 say they've dipped into their emergency funds or disrupted debt repayments to help them out. Yeah. Adult kids. Adult kids. Yeesh. Miami-Dade Police Department Director Alfredo Freddy Ramirez shot himself in the head on a Florida highway following an argument with his wife. That's crazy. Trump is doing his campaign stops while being indicted. Um, this news just broke about this chef that used to be a chef for Obama. Um, he died in Martha, Martha's Vineyard paddleboarding. And I mean, a lot of people said they saw the dude like fall in the water and was struggling. But you know, society has turned this into some kind of uh, conspiracy theory. Obama's chef knew too much, so he dies in a pond paddleboarding. And listen, that may or may not be true because we live in a society where you got to teeter totter between what's real and fake. Not really, I'm just trying to keep it with my own life. I give y'all the news, but honestly, I can't. My brain's too tired to go down rabbit holes, y'all, today, anyway. But I go down plenty of rabbit holes. But right now, when I'm too tired and focusing on my life, I can't do conspiracy with y'all. I can only read y'all the conspiracies. Um, see what else is going on. I missed a lot of news. So Carly admitted, Carly Russell admitted that her kidnapping claim was a hoax. And she apologized for sending off a nationwide search to find her. Um, the police chief gave a statement, um, said the 25 year old nurse's student said she was not abducted as the nation was led to believe when she disappeared on July 13th. Russell said she had not even left the area. She returned home 49 hours after calling 911, reporting a child on the interstate. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, to the volunteers who were searching for her and all that and she's scheduled to be interviewed by the police on monday but she didn't get interviewed we're still trying to determine whether she was where she was during those 49 hours but i'm glad that we received this at least it puts some of the social media super sleuths hopefully at rest for a little bit as far as what everybody thinks
we know that by her own admission it didn't happen um Carly should have just checked herself into a psych ward honestly that'd be the only logical way to get out of this because at this point these people they're gonna want something they're gonna want some money they're gonna want something so I would have just checked myself in a, a psych ward and got it over with because she clearly had a mental break clearly and clearly somewhere along the line her, whatever mental psychosis she was going through went way too far and she could have went to a mental place like if she saw a child like shoot man I mean this is the time to pull that card um let's see so much news the Barbie movie came out um I didn't go see it but my children did one enjoyed it one didn't UPS is vowing to go on strike 340,000 workers if they don't get a deal by August 1st the soldier that went to North Korea is still over there hanging out the IRS will end most unannounced in-person visits to taxpayers in order to reduce public confusion yeah I don't want the IRS coming to my house unannounced so thank goodness for that goodness for that big dog yeah that's a lot of news but I do have some story times for you guys too um it was a crazy story I saw too that I wanted to play this girl she was like creeping with some man and the wife came in and caught her in the house and shot her which is wild it's right here no 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 you're gonna kill me you're gonna kill me charlotte mother says her cell phone captured her daughter's final moments 25 year old tyra crosby was killed early tuesday morning at a home in northwest charlotte cmpd charged stephanie alexander with voluntary manslaughter in this case she bonded out of jail just hours later wccb charlotte's trish williford is live in uptown and trish the victim's family wants the suspect to be charged with murder right yeah, Morgan, they also want her back behind bars tonight. The victim's mother walks us through what she believes led to her daughter's death. I am missing her. She was my sunshine. Tanya Hoskins reflects on the last day she saw her daughter alive. She ate and laughed. Who would have knew that would have been my last time ever seeing my daughter? That was Monday night as the family celebrated Hoskins' birthday. At the end of the night, she kissed her beloved Tyra goodbye. Hours later, Hoskins says she learned from CMPD detectives that her daughter had been killed. And she says the details of this case are so bizarre, she couldn't believe it happened. 
Around 5.20 Tuesday morning, detectives rushed to this home on Porter Street after police say this woman, 51-year-old Stephanie Alexander, called 911 to report that she had just arrived home and shot a woman inside her house. Police say that woman, 25-year-old Tyra Crosby, was dead and Alexander was still on the scene. Police arrested her for voluntary manslaughter. She bonded out just over six hours later. She murdered my daughter at five, and she was out at eight. Hoskins says she's still piecing together from detectives why her daughter was at the home. She believes she was visiting a man. She was invited to that home. I know my daughter wouldn't have went there knowing that it was a married couple or that it was a wife's home. So she was lured there by the man that was old enough to be her father. Hoskins believes her daughter met the man at a club. Maybe perhaps at the club or perhaps at the uh, sweepstakes place. As the investigators stated to me, that's where they found out that they came across paths. Hoskins says Tyra called her as she was being attacked at the home. She says a voicemail message captured her daughter's final moments. It's about an eight minute long message of her being beat, tortured. You can also hear them telling her that they're gonna kill her. Hoskins would not allow us to hear that recording, but says she sent it to investigators. Alexander was given a $250,000 bond. She's saying, um, no, 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 you're gonna kill me, you're gonna kill me. Charlotte Mother says her cell phone captured her daughter's final moments. 25-year-old Tyra Crosby was killed early Tuesday morning at a home in Northwest Charlotte. CMPD charged Stephanie Alexander with voluntary manslaughter. So yeah, that's sad and crazy and I don't know. I mean, the husband could team up and be like, the wife, the girl broke in. I don't know. It's really crazy, dude. It's... And, and dangerous like when you creeping and doing all that stuff y'all y'all gotta be careful I don't know if I'd be creeping up over somebody's house like look for signs is that man married like I I don't know this the whole story's weird and you know as far as her being lured there I don't know about that because I don't know. So Quavo from the former Migos group got robbed on a yacht. And there's a video of him being handcuffed with uh, the little zip ties. This man was just, you know, I mean, Takeoff was just killed like earlier this year. And now this dude is being robbed on a yacht. This dude needs to probably stay home. Because every time he go out, something crazy happened to him. Like, his PTSD really ain't kicked in yet. Because if I see my best friend get killed in front of me, and that was his cousin, I believe. I think I'm going to be staying at home for a minute. But he's still out and about, clearly. And now that he didn't got robbed on his yacht and zip-tied, I'm wondering if he's going to decide that he might need to stay in the house for at least a year. Or get some better security. There's be so many news, so much news, and and it is so many stories. Like there's so many stories on murder and stuff like that, and and I always want to follow up on it because 
I mean, that's like the lady, the stepmother that killed her stepdaughter and just wheeled her body back over um, with a bucket. Like, we get so many new stories that you can't even follow up on the old ones. I wanted to follow up on the lady that had her twins, like, starving them in Texas, and they got out and escaped. Like, all these cases and and all these charges, and I'm like, what's the follow-up? Like, are these people getting out? Are these people, like, I need to know, even the girl that killed her little four-year-old. It's just so many stories, and it's like, I do these stories, and that's another story and another story, and I never get to see what happens. And I know, like, court cases don't happen fast and all that, but man so many things and that I want to keep my eye on that I just can't even the girl in Mexico that was killed by her friends it's just too many it's too much it's too much and so I really need to um sit down and I tried I definitely did look up the lady with the um with the twins in Texas because I wanted to know if they ever call her which they did do because I I want to know um I wanted to make sure that, that these people are getting justice like because I hate just reading these stories and then you just never know what happens to these people like it's just it's that's something that does bother me a lot when I'm reading these like murder mayhem stories I mean that's why if I do sometimes I do prefer the older ones where I know the person's at least been caught or they've got justice um but yeah, let's see what Reddit's talking about. What is a go-to joke when somebody asks you to tell one? Well, I don't have one, but I'm going to read these because they always make me laugh, especially when I'm tired. So, This one's really stupid. The first one I read, did you know that before the invention of the crowbar, crows just drink at home? That's terrible. I told my doctor I broke my arm in three places. He told me that I should stop going to those places. <laughs> I, know, I know that's really stupid. One day a man is waxing a car with his son. His son looks up and says, you know you can use a rag for this, right? Okay. What's the difference between a rectal thermometer and an oral thermometer? The taste. Gross. Oh my gosh, some of these are so childish. A limbo champion walks into the bar. He was disqualified. Very corny. I bought my friend an elephant for his room. He said, thank you. I said, don't mention it. That one went over my head. Why are there so many masturbating jokes? Like, there's a ton of them. Skeleton walks into a bar. Bartender asks, what will you have? Skeleton says, a beer and a mop. Ha. Okay. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. What drains you of energy? The thought of going to work just the thought like when I'm off work I have all the energy in the world 
I can also like sit up all night watching movies, but like the thought, and even if I had a really good night's sleep, just the thought of going to work just drains me. <sighs> Let's see what drains you guys on Reddit. Being in the sun and the heat all day, sometimes. Being angry and depressed over the small stuff, it ruins your day. Yeah, try not to. Stress, tedious, repetitive tasks with no importance. Waiting in long lines, yes, waiting in long lines is a is definitely a energy zapper. Do guys really mean it when they say women are prettier without makeup? Let's see what the men are saying. Depends on the person and the level of makeup. Yeah, some of these women be on like the drag queen level of makeup. Some guy says, I'll say yes because you show us something you not show a lot of people. Purely aesthetic. I say I prefer girls with light makeup. At least suits I know myself, but without it. And messy bun that shows intimate clothes. Blah, blah, blah. I know most dudes don't like makeup most women are doing makeup for each other I think most men don't like it just because it's time consuming too and have to wait on you to get ready what do you think when a guy considerably younger than you 10 to 20 years or more but still legal is attracted to you I think no my son is like 20 years younger than me and I would not and unfortunately I mean so I'm not bragging but I look young and so when I was dating I attracted a lot of young guys and it's just a no for me dog it's a no for me a guy that much younger than me is a child so I have to get back to him in 10 years I mean it's nice but too young 5 years either way is max um and that was my thing like even like I've dated guys that were younger than me like after them persistently asking me and I finally gave in but they had good jobs and they had things like they were independent but they just hadn't had life experiences yet they hadn't been through stressful situations and for me like as a man as a woman I want my man to be able to if something happens I don't want him to like fall apart and a lot and that's the problem for me with like younger guys they just haven't experienced enough life yet like I need you to like be able to show me that you if you get knocked down you're gonna get back up like type of situation and in this society today man you need somebody that's built Ford tough as they say um let's get into these story times oh I'm a church lady now I'm in the I'm on the usher board oh praise you know whatever whatever or I'm spiritual I meditate them all the old hoes okay if there if you see if you find a super spiritual woman she's an old ho or a former ho most of them <sighs> okay so he, if you if you run into an ex- extremely um, religious woman, she's an old ho. If you run into an extremely uh, spiritual hotel, she's an old ho. 
if you run into a very spiritual um, lady who is trying to heal you and you know try to talk about this or that, that she's a super old ho with times 10 okay just gonna let y'all know because that's how they erase their wholeness oh she's super spiritual she's enlightened she must be like divine you don't associate the two with the two like one day uh, last year on Facebook you saw her with all her stuff hanging out this year she wrapped up like Erica Badu <laughs> okay so that's how you can recognize the old home but if you don't want to be recognized that easy or it's so easy to spot class it up you don't spiritualize it up but only to your family but to the rest of the world you class it up like, oh she looks like you know she you you look like the type of chick that had everything handed to you you were probably this in high school that's what you want to look like uh, you probably did, 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 did yes you're right I was spoiled yes oh I don't do those kind of things oh no I've never touched drugs oh no I don't do that oh no I'm too shy they will believe that over the fake spiritualism y'all used to hide the wholeness okay she might be on to something I ain't gonna lie cause mostly a lot of overly religious overly spiritual people I know yeah they used to be some old hoes she might be on to something the women take the students to 22 Harvest Street but it won't be the kind of hookup the boys are expecting it's a setup. I was just like freaking out and I didn't know what was going on Multiple men wearing masks jump out and attack the students. Nicholas is shot in the leg, hit over the head with a bat. How did you not pass out from the pain? I don't know. It's only the beginning of a 40-hour nightmare. They tied up her hands and legs and dragged Annie and I into this bathroom. Nicholas is beaten with a hedge trimmer, a bat, a pipe, then hit over the head again, this time with a fluorescent bulb. I just remember like touching my head and having all this blood just coming down everywhere. They were having so much enjoyment with it that they started recording it. A warning, the video you're about to see is graphic. While one of the kidnappers records, two of the others are seen threatening Ani with a hedge trimmer and then prodding Nicholas lying on the floor covered in blood. After hours of torture, the masked men leave. Both students, but especially Nicholas, are in bad shape. And it's not over. The monsters return early the next morning for more. They were extremely organized. They had nicknames, they had roles for individuals. They take our wallet, everything from me, my keys, my phone, my wallet. The captors put Ani in the bedroom. They keep Nicholas in the bathroom. They put me into the shower where they started washing me. The entire tub is just red. Turns out Nicholas hadn't been shot once. He'd been shot twice. I was shot in my other leg as well. Did you feel, I mean, they're washing you? Like, were they going to let you go at that point? Honestly, while they were bathing me, they had other individuals who were cleaning the house and bleaching everything down, so it's almost as if they were, like, trying to cover their tracks. The plan is to not let them go. How did you keep going? 
I don't know. I've thought about my parents and I, how much I mean to them and how much they mean to me. And I didn't want this to be the end. That's what it was for me as well. The fact that my parents would always love me. And for me, that was worth surviving for. So that's how I was able to make the decision that I would do whatever it took to survive. It didn't matter what it was. So yeah, these college students were like beaten for like 40 hours straight and they survived, but really crazy. Oh, you can't handle one child? I can't, I can't. One child, really? Yeah. So let me tell y'all what's going on. Let me tell y'all what's going on. So I done let my baby mother, the child, I mean the the mother of my child, I done let her come over for a few days to get her life together. And she said she was going to, you know, look for jobs and, you know, basically just get her life together, man, because it's not it's not going so good. And, and then she came out of nowhere saying that she can't handle having one child and it's too much uh, stress. She going through stuff. Yeah, this is not the first time that this something happened like this. She real life, real life don't want to do no more her life. Like, she don't want to take care of her responsibilities, man. We not even together, like I just said, y'all. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I told her, that's fine. You can stay here for a few days while I go make my money. You know, I'm a busy man. You know what I'm saying? I even gave her $500, $500, thousands, like every week. Every week, you know what I'm saying, and she did nothing with the money but but blow it and look cute on Instagram, man. So now she's telling me that she finna basically go to college and try to throw the throw the baby on me. Like she know I got a lot of stuff to do. You don't do nothing. I don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. So 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 where so where the money that I gave you? Where where the thousand dollars that I gave you last week? You took it from because you got mad at me. I took it from you. Yes. Y'all see, she's a narcissist. This is why she's leaving. This is why. This is why she's she's going. Whatever she's going, I'm telling you, he's going with you. This is your child. This is your child. This is your child. It does. It doesn't matter. A lot of people will watch this video and say that. Well, she can put you on child support. She cannot put me on child support because guess what? She don't have a job. You feel me? She don't have a job. That's that's the whole thing. This is a beautiful baby. A beautiful baby. Like, why you don't want to... You pushing a... Really? Really? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's cool. Really? Really? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with this baby. Nothing is wrong with this baby, dog. Nothing. Like, why you don't want to take care of your full responsibilities, man? I don't want you. It's sad. It's your turn. It's sad. It's my turn. So what's your what's your whole point of going out of town to college? What's your whole point? You have a career. What's your career? Explain, y'all. She don't even know. Explain your career. Nursing. You don't even have to go to college to do that. Why don't you want your child, man? Like, it's people nowadays can't even have kids. Like, you real life sick. Man, y'all hear this? This is bull crap. Come on, stay away from her. She don't want you. 
Obviously not your mama. I don't know what's wrong with this. Y'all, this, I don't know if post, what's that word called? Postpartum? That's, it's, it's real, man. It's real life real. He over here crying because, sad. It's sad, man. Let me call my bird, man. This, this game. This is parenting in 2023, y'all, and it's sick. And he's just as dumb as she is, and the poor baby. And y'all putting this on the internet, like, this is wild. Like, y'all do know the internet lives forever, right? And that video went viral. And, I mean, but he's just as dumb as she is. Like, these people don't have children, you know? I tell my son that all the time. I'm like, son... You're, my son's 26. I'm like, son, you don't like kids. Don't fool yourself. <laughs> like, having kids is a lot of responsibility. And it's not for the, the weak at uh, heart. Like, it's not for the faint at heart. Like, it's not for punks. Like, being a parent is a full-time job. And, like, I try to remind my son that all the time. And he enjoys it. He enjoys his money. He get paid. He spend it on himself. And that's what I implore you to do. If you do, if you even have just one selfish bone in your body, don't have no kids. Don't do it. Because kids are expensive and they are that way. I'm still spending money on my son to this day if he needs things. So, yeah don't have kids if you're not gonna i mean if you feel like there's any moment in your life where you just want to have a selfish moment there is none and if you do one day that child is going to tell you when you have those selfish moments so i'm telling you think twice attention to the girl in the blue pajamas notice how she looks happy in this footage filmed on christmas eve her parents are together her brother is there even her little sister sarah but life is about to take a disturbing turn for the worse after her parents get divorced the mother patricia wins custody of the kids she will drag them down a horrible nightmare that will end in the worst case of abduction the state of florida has ever seen what is your emergency? I found a little girl this morning down the um, Jay Highway with her neck. Yeah, Jack, about 9 or 10. 8-year-old Saya Rivasfar, taken from her bedroom with her sister, abused and left for dead in the middle of the woods. But she survived, outsmarting her captor. And even after everything she went through, she led the police straight to the monster who did this. She wanted to make sure he would pay for what he took from her. There was a meaning to my survival to make sure that it never happened again. It's September 22nd, 1988, in the small town of Jay, Florida. A couple drives down the highway in their blue truck when they spot a young girl flagging them down, waving one hand in the air, holding the other to her throat. The couple stops and approaches the girl. Her neck is bleeding profusely. The man gives her a t-shirt to hold against her wound, while the woman calls 911. At 6.30 a.m., the Rosa County Sheriff's Office receives this phone call. What is your emergency? Um, I found a little girl this morning down on uh, Jay Highway with her neck tap. Yeah, Jack, about 9 Sergeant Bill McCurdy is the first on the scene, followed by EMTs. 
While the paramedics get the girl inside the ambulance, they tell Sergeant McCurdy to get all the details he can from her now because, they say, she will not live through this. Barely conscious, the girl is able to recount the terrible assault. She pleads for him to go help Sarah. He then learns the girl was taken into the woods along with her sister, who is nowhere to be found. They put her on the stretcher and went for her to the back of the truck. I uh, told her that I'm going to go find your sister. But before the EMTs close the door and take off, McCurdy asks her one last question that will change everything. I clearly asked her who did this to you. And she looked at me and she said, Ray, Ray did it. The year is 1987. Saya is seven years old and lives with her mother and her siblings. She barely sees her father anymore because Patricia, her mother, got full custody. The problem is, Patricia is an alcoholic and nowhere near the mother to them that she should be. My mother was physically abusive. I tried to keep the abuse from my younger siblings. It was a tough place to be. Without a responsible adult around to take care of the kids, Saya steps into the role of her mother. I cooked breakfast for my brother and my sister. I took care of my mother when she had her migraines from her hangovers. And while her mother doesn't mind spending most of her nights at the local bars, she often brings home her many boyfriends, exposing her kids to strange men she sometimes barely knows herself. One of them, a man named Ray Wyke. He was the worst of them all. And it became a very um, scary situation with him. At first, Ray seems nice to the kids, buying gifts and treats. And Patricia keeps him around longer than most. More and more, he tries to take the role of the father figure, showing interest in the kids, in Sarah, but mostly Saya. So, you know, I was just telling y'all about people having kids that they just really don't like. And they have them around these weird men. Um, let's see here. I was bringing up that story. To say what happened to the crazy dude. The thing is on, uh, yeah, her name is Saya. Re- I can't, I'm not even gonna chop her name up, but um, so she's turned into be a, a lead investigator, so. Uh, she's known to most people in Rochester community because she's a, she's a trooper now. Her name is remembered because of the heroin story of what happened to her as a child. Um, so she was nine years, you know, old when this happened. Um, and she just talks about 
her mom and everything and then in 1988 her mother was out at a bar one night and she was kidnapped and her sister he kidnapped her and her sister out of their beds her sister was only six i remember being picked up out of my bunk bed and i opened my eyes and i see it's ray and we knew him he dated my mother for almost a year he had been molesting me this whole time saya says why took the girls to a dirt road in the woods of 20 minutes away from their home he then tied sarah up with tape in the back seat that's when we started getting upset and crying knowing that something's not right and what's going on if you're good you get to see your mother she's just down the road he brought me out the car and pretty much did the horrifying things that you don't want to think about a monster has to do with a child then he sat me in the trunk of his car and he starts to rape me. She says that this went on for hours. Finally, at daybreak, he makes both girls walk into the woods. He stops where there's kind of a cleared area and a big tree and he puts my sister on the side of the tree. He stands in front of me and he tells me to say my prayers and I remember him taking out a large knife and he starts to cut my throat over and over again. I don't feel any pain. All I can do is touch my neck. I see the blood and I drop to the ground. I close my eyes and I think to myself, as long as he thinks you're dead, he won't come back. The only problem is I hear my sister screaming and crying because she just saw this and I feel vibrations of her on the ground, but I continue to say he's going to kill me if I try something. And some moments later, I don't hear her screaming. I don't feel the vibrations of the ground of her kicking and I feel him jump over my body and run out of the woods. I don't get up until I actually hear his partner slam and take off. But that's when I get up and go over to my sister and I look at her and I see her eyes wide open and I see all the blood. I know me calling her name out, she's not going to answer. She manages to get to a row where a passing car eventually takes her to the store. Very sad story. Um, Sick. Sick, sad story. I'm glad she survived it um, and she became a trooper more than that i'm just using thirty thousand as a ballpark might be six let's say 40. it's almost like i pay her rent because she says she's going to get her money after she gets out we can share that and i tell her i won't need to really share that with you you can just have that as your plate money because what i'm getting i'll be able to take care of you the rest of your life So I'm coming into a lot, a lot of money. Very, very large sum of money. Mary knows this. This is going to happen, I say, within days. And I want to share that with Mary. Mike is receiving a large amount of money from a settlement soon. He even plans on sharing a portion of it with Mary. This would help her get home and get rid of all the debt he has from sending her money every day. It's coming back to kind of bite me a little bit because I have taxes and we sent through Cash App and Bitcoin. And so now you have to have, be accountable for that. Thank God I'm getting what I'm getting because I can pay all my ta everything off. I'll be able to pay everything off the blessing that I, I'm getting. I knew eventually it would come through. So I knew if she was with me, I would be able to take care of her and still be able to take her. She even sent me some documents to say she I'm her fiance. So I gave up my information. It was a document that was told to me that we had to submit uh, to show that I was her fiance. I have told my family 
about Mary. Yes. I told them that I'm in love with this person. I want to be with this person. Period. Um, and that they wouldn't tell me anything. They just make comments about how'd you meet her? Okay, watch out for so the internet. I, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, in December, we're supposed to meet. There's no other setback. Can't be. The military doesn't do that. They don't hold you somewhere for three years and don't let you go home. Um, I don't want to believe that. That she's scamming me. No, I don't believe that. I believe that she is who she is. It would break my heart. It would break my heart. I believe her. I believe her. Totally believe everything she tells me. Everything. Well, Seekers, the next day, our team got together to come up with a game plan. Mike was deeply involved with Mary. He was missing all of the obvious red flags. David and I sat down with Mike for the first time to gather more details. We're really interested to hear more about your story, and we really want to help you out. We want to try to help you out. Okay, thank you. I have to hear about this girl. Man. Well, I'm in love with her. We've been doing this a long time, a couple of years over, and we've made all these plans. Our conversations are like a relationship, man. It's it's everything. We talk about everything. And how often do you guys talk? Every day. We watched your video back where you're breaking down your story, and you just seem so sure about her being real. I guess I need confirmation. I mean, we have a few more months before this should come to fruition. But I thought it was going to come to fruition before, um, and it didn't three times. I'm doing this to find out for me, and if I could just somehow be able to keep this to me, which I don't know, um, to bear... Not seeing her this time would, would really hurt me. If she's not who she says she is, how can we have a relationship? Yeah, 100%. Because if she's not who she says she is and she happens to be somebody else that's over somewhere, but that can't really get here to me, you know, there, there, there isn't nothing. We're going to get you some clarity. We're going to look into this for you. But one thing... You can't send her any money. Why not? It just, it doesn't make sense. That's what I've been doing. So it's not like I'm sending a lot. I, I, it, it. But 50 bucks a day is still $1,500 a month. And if you've been talking for two years, I mean, that's like close to $30,000. Yeah, I, I've been doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and by the way, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just saying, Mike, give us a week. I mean, I've been doing it. So it wouldn't affect, I'm just saying it wouldn't affect me like that. 
Look, you're a grown man. You make your own decisions. I'm just giving you the advice that we give all of our clients. I know. I know you guys are. Um, so if I did send this money every day or every other day or whatever, what would that do? Mike, it doesn't look good. Like, you haven't met her in person. You haven't You haven't talked to her on the phone. I know all that. You haven't, I know all that. It's just not good to send. keep sending her money until we can give you clarity. But what I'm saying is would that, if I still, if I sent her this little money, would that affect anything? It's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect Drew. But... You know, like you came to us for a reason. You came to us because something in the back of your mind is telling you your spidey sense is, is kicking off right now. And it's like, hey, Mike, something's going on here. Based on what you're telling us, the advice, and we deal with hun- literally hundreds of thousands of people a year come to us. Yeah. And so so I'm just trying to help you out. In the end of the day, Mike, if you want to still send her money, send her money. But I personally don't think you should do it. My, my colleague here, Drew, agrees with me. But in the end of the day, it's really it's really up to you. I've said a wait. And then Anya and Bree sat down to find out who the real woman was in these photos. If we could figure out that, we could bring an end to this mess. So Mike needs our help verifying his online girlfriend's identity. Okay. He's been talking to her for a few years now, mm-hmm. and he sends her money every day. Did he send any photos or information? Yeah, I actually have a picture of her that maybe we can run a reverse image search on. Okay. Check this out. Wow, look at all these profiles of her. This is a lot. Wow. It's going to be pretty difficult to sift through all these different profiles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look what I found. An article that says cyber criminals target military online to set up imposter romance scams. And it has her Instagram handle right here. Yep. Let's look her up. Yeah. It looks like that page might have been deactivated. Yeah, but look, there's so many fake profiles of her. I know, but none of her official page, huh? Um, I found a picture of her and what looks like to be maybe her boyfriend or husband or something. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe we just run her. So Papa got catfished and scammed and he didn't want to stop spending money. So he was adamant, but he knew everything, but he was like... He knew everything when they told him to stop. He's like, I know, I know. If you know everything, pop out, then just keep getting scammed. I used to always wonder why I can't be a scammer. All you got to do is find, I, I just, I'm scared of karma. That's why I don't do it. But man, $50 a day can really help assist out. Okay, so I don't want to casually gloss over the fact that John of God is currently incarcerated for baby farming, right? So... We're always being accused, especially on my page, of being conspiracy theorists and people say those things and they brush over it, right? But there has to be some truth to Hollywood's connection to small children. We know this to be fact. So why people are still brushing this off as just a conspiracy is beyond me. He's currently incarcerated for running a baby farm. So where are the babies? Okay, so according to the New York Post, hold on, let me pull it up. So, the New York Post says, this was posted in 2019, January 31st, 2019, a cult leader known as John of God has been accused of running a sex slave farm and selling babies to the highest bidder on the black market. Who is buying these babies? And for what reason? Like, we're not talking about people adopting babies. We're talking about people who don't want people to know that they are buying babies. So, what's the purpose behind that? And who's his target audience? It's not you and me. So who is he marketing towards? 
Now, that question is super important because Oprah literally blew him up to superstardom when he appeared on her show in 2010. So, like, he was already doing his thing, but we already know that Oprah had already aligned herself with the likes of Harvey Weinstein. Um, she's on the list of Epstein's Island. You know what I'm saying? So, even as crazy and outlandish as we think it is, at the end of the day, something is going on, and it's very, it's, it's, it's weird, and it's, it's serious, it's real, and I feel like we cannot brush past the fact this man has been convicted of running a baby farm. Are we not shook to our core? But before he was arrested, John was featured on an episode of The Oprah Winfrey Show, and Oprah actually traveled to Brazil to meet him, later claiming that she experienced something profound during their conversation. This is an interview I wasn't sure would ever happen. One of the most famous spiritual healers in the world rarely talks to anyone on camera. John of God agreed to sit down with me under a mango tree on the grounds of the casa. The first time I saw it today, I was humbled by the experience. Because a little bit of this belongs to you. A part of this belongs to you. However, after the allegations of SA and CA against John became public, Oprah deleted all interviews with him from her site. <sighs> I be wanting to like Oprah so bad that. I just be like, I'm I just trying to understand, and I even say this about Subway and all these people that have connections to these sexual abusers and child abusers and stuff. Is it not right to put out any statement? I mean, when you just don't say anything, it just makes you look weird to me. And and when Oprah or whoever is finding these people that she called, these were people on her master show. Like, who is finding these so-called people? And, and and why would you want to talk to somebody named John of God? I wouldn't even want to do that. Like, it just, I don't know. It's just creepy. Hollywood gives me the creeps. And, you know, when you're younger, you don't realize how crazy it is. And now when you get older, it's just like Hollywood is really crazy. And anybody that still wants to be an actor or a musician... I feel like you're insane because it's crazy town over there all day, every day, and even on Sunday. Listen, this was a long one, but I wanted to give you guys all that I have because I'm going to be hit or miss this week because I'm going to be very busy, but you know I'm going to be back. Is it in yet? It's signing off. You guys have an amazing week.